0: Please pray with me. God of grace, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. In Lent, we have been on a journey. Today, the journey belongs to Jesus, traveling down that road to Jerusalem, greeted by a very large crowd. Today's leg of Jesus' journey is supported and celebrated. A very large crowd gathers. It seems that they love him. They shout, Hosanna! They cry out blessings upon Jesus. It is a change of pace from the loneliness of wandering in the wilderness, a brief, bright moment before the loneliness of the journey to the cross. Jesus' entry into Jerusalem sounds like a parade or a party, a celebration. And Palm Sunday celebrations in our churches often feel something like that, too. We go all out with our processing and our hosannas and our singing and shouting, our waving of palms. But today also marks the start of Holy Week. This last week in Lent is the dramatic climax the emotional roller coaster ride from the joyful celebration of Palm Sunday to the bleak tragedy of the betrayal and crucifixion of Jesus. In my years growing up in the church and all through college, Palm Sunday made me feel like Lent was pretty much over. Those hosannas, all that celebration. And then Easter the next week was a bigger celebration. I think that's a common experience for many of us who grew up in Protestant churches in the, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s. I never had any underlying sense of the bitterness of Palm Sunday, of how dramatically the tables would turn in the last few days of Jesus' life. When I was growing up in church, my family never went to any services in between Palm Sunday and Easter, at least not that I can remember. I was an adult the first time I experienced a fuller Holy Week with services on Monday, Thursday and Good Friday. I can still remember how much that transformed the experience of Lent and Easter for me. When I first found my way to celebrating Maundy Thursday and Good Friday, I finally had a way to enter fully into the incredible pain and grief of the crucifixion. I felt the apprehension of the Maundy Thursday meal, knowing that Jesus' betrayal was imminent. One church I worshiped at the year I lived in Chicago held an all night vigil the night of Maundy Thursday. I may have told some of you this story. I attended the Maundy Thursday vigil for the first couple of hours. And as the worship leader read scripture, read that lament of Jesus where he says, will not one of you stay awake with me? I slipped out to go home and get a good night's sleep. (laughs) After all, I had to work the next day. It really drove home the question of whether I might be like all those other disciples, the ones who drifted away from Jesus' side, the ones who fell asleep. Every year, the gospel reading for Palm Sunday tells the story of Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. Each of our gospel writers tell the story just a little bit differently. Today, we heard Matthew's version. And what is going on in the Palm Sunday story? Matthew's version says at the end, When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? This is a good question for us to ask ourselves in this season, in this week. Who is this? Who is Jesus Christ to you? The Palm Sunday story is the story of Jesus' moment of greatest popularity. And yet we know that Jesus' popularity was not unanimous and that it didn't last. Does the turmoil Matthew mentions, remind us of what is to come. When I first participated in the full experience of Holy Week worship, I felt unsure of myself on Monday Thursday, wondering whether I too would fail to stay by Jesus' side. I felt bereft on Good Friday, knowing that they had crucified my Lord and that the world was a bitter, empty place without him. And with that full, rich, emotional experience of Jesus' passion, Easter itself became a much fuller, deeper celebration, a profound contrast to the anxiety of Maundy Thursday or the grief of Good Friday. The church is pretty creative. Worship planners know that many people are probably not going to make it to worship services during the week in between Palm Sunday and Good Friday, So the creative answer has often been to give us two for the price of one, to combine Palm Sunday with the Passion of Jesus. The Passion is that name that's used for the whole package of Jesus' arrest, trial, and crucifixion, as we know it through our Gospels. The good thing about Palm Sunday is that it allows us to enter fully into the celebration, to mirror the piece of the Gospel story That is those joyful crowds shouting Hosanna. The good thing about observing the fullness of the Passion, either on this last Sunday in Lent or through Holy Week, the good thing about celebrating that fullness is that it reminds us of the whole story. It refreshes our memories of the agonizing journey that will take place throughout the week. If we miss the whole story, if we go directly from the Palm Sunday joy of that entry into Jerusalem to the greater joy of Easter and the resurrection, we run the risk of misrepresenting the gospel. What does the Holy Week story say to us? This story that begins with adoration and ends in a cry for blood. What turns triumph into tragedy? How do we come to terms with the human heart's equal capability for both love and hate? The full Holy Week story shines a spotlight on the human tendency to be fickle. We have it in us to be unreliable, changeable. Today's crowd may or may not be the same people who will call out, crucify him at the end of this week. But even the disciples are fickle as their fears move them to betray Jesus, to leave his side, to deny him. I opened the sermon by saying that today the journey belongs to Jesus, his journey into Jerusalem, but it is also our journey. Our stories are part of the larger story of how God works in the world and of God's invitation to each one of us to be a part of that work. We honor the biblical story and know that part of what it does is to hold up a mirror in front of us. A mirror that invites us to look at our own faithfulness and sin. I hope you'll be here for our Maundy Thursday and Good Friday services. But whether you make it to those services or you don't, remember the tension in this Palm Sunday celebration. Search your hearts for a way to understand Jesus' crucifixion. Allow yourself some time to sit with the weight of his violent, painful death. And ask yourself, as Matthew's Gospel asks, Who is this? Who is Jesus to me? What does it mean to me to call Jesus the Christ? Take some time to sit with the weight of this week and the questions that face us. And then we return to the tomb on Easter morning. Amen.